All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Exposure Runs, the podcast. Um, our guest today is the very definition of the culture of basketball in the Chicagoland area. Um, there was a Mount Rushmore of high school coaches in Illinois. I would imagine that you and obviously your brother Nick would occupy two of the four spots. <laughs> All right. Uh, their father, may he rest in peace, Mr. McLover, Mac Irvin, um, is known as the godfather of basketball in the city of Chicago and probably in the state of Illinois, if I'm not mistaken. I'm an outsider, so forgive me for my ignorance. Um, started the organization, named after your father, of course, um, a successful family as, you know, your brother Byron um, was first round pick of the Blazers, now an NBA agent, uh, brother Lance, head coach of Chicago State, brother Nick, special assistant coach to Bobby Hurley at Arizona State, following 12 seasons at Morgan Park. That's correct? Yes, that's correct. Well, Nick now is a uh, a regular full-time um, assistant at okay. Arizona State. Okay, yeah. forgive me for that. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jr. is a girls' high school coach? He runs the uh, the Mac Urban 5, the girls' side for the Mac Urban 5. We we men's and boys. I mean, women and boys. So okay. He runs the girls' side. Okay. And then, of course, Miss Cindy, your sister, is a, a high-level administrator for CPS. Yes. Um, and then something that I did not know is that you are your family. I should say you are related to Coach Doc Rivers. Yeah, cousins, yeah. cousins. Yeah, all right. Doc. Former coach of my hometown team, Philadelphia Seventy Six. I'm always <laughs> gonna throw my Philly shit in there all the time, <laughs> all the time. And you began coaching at Kenwood in 2020. Yeah. Sure. All right. So those are some great accolades. So we would like to welcome Coach Mike Irvin to the show. Man, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, appreciate being here, you know, being able to talk basketball. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I definitely appreciate you being here. So I said two of the four spots of the Chicago Mount Rushmore would be you and your brother. Name all four. Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Name all four. Of who would be on the Mount Rushmore of Chicago's basketball coaches? And it, we can only pick two more? No, you could do uh, you could do right, four. Right, right, right. Um, you could do four. This is your four. This is yeah, your list. Yeah. Um you gotta go with Sonny Cox. You know, okay. Sonny Cox King High School. Okay. For what he accomplished over there. I mean, he's you know, when you start talking about basketball, you 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 in, in Chicago land area, you gotta mention him. You gotta mention Bob Hambrick. Okay. You got to mention it's a coach. Probably people don't realize that how successful he was was Luther Bedford. You know, okay. over at Marshall, very successful. You know, he take them kids off the inner city to the West Side, and what he did with them was amazing. Okay, you know, he, I mean, he sent all them kids to college. So, you know, you start mentioning him. Uh, another coach is Don Pittman, uh, a coach that me and my brothers played for. Very successful. He he was over at South Shore for many years, produced a lot of players over there. And then he he you know, he went over to Carver and then that's when Carver had they run in the runs Red South when we was dominant for years mm-hmm, back when mm-hmm. my little brother was coming up and me, where well, we was the number one team on the South Side okay. for years. Okay. Coach Pittman was there. So I mean you gotta mention them. Uh in the Chicago land area. Um this is your list, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want, if you want to carve out a fifth and a sixth, go, yeah, go for I mean, it. You got to mention them because I'm, 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 I always, I always 
I got to pay homage to the old school, you know. So whatever I done, they paid the way. So if you notice, I started with them, you know. So, but in this era, you know, you, you got to go with Rob Smith. Rob Smith did a tremendous job over at Simeon. Absolutely. Can't take away his his championship as a championship. Um, Man. There's so many great coaches. It's a lot of great coaches. A lot of great coaches. Um I mean that that them the ones I could think of okay. right offhand that okay. made a difference. Got gotcha. you. Know, that made a difference in, in in our era, in our time. Um, I've been with AAU for the past fifteen years, so you know covering high school. I know it's a lot of names I'm missing, but I, I will have to go with that and 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 can't forget what Mike Oliver has done. Over at Curie mm-hmm. has done a, a great job. A tremendous job. Mm-hmm. Tremendous job. You know. Shout out to Coach Curie. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's Mike done Oliver, it. rather. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. And so, we hope we're gonna get him on the show soon, Coach. Need, need to get him, and, and and you need to get you know my guy over at Rich South. You got to get him. Oh yeah, definitely. Rich, and he uh, right around the corner. Yeah, Lou he right Adams, around the corner from know, the crib. Lou so Adams, we got Lou. We got yeah, Lou. Lou done a great. Uh, we got job Oliver. Yeah, okay. Got give, the, give me some more. Give me. I'll reach out. I'll reach out. I hope everybody. I hope everybody got a got got a. Yeah. A person like Brother Smooth that can kind of no, be smooth, Coach B. Houston, right here. I mean, he, he, he know. I mean, he, you know, he, he's on my West Side connection. Okay, you know? yeah, he, he covered the whole West Side for me. So he shout out to I, the brother. Yeah, any coaches I'm missing on the West Side, I could think of. You know, he, he gonna tap you in the car like you forgot to say, Coach. This you forgot to say, Coach. That now I got to go in and deal with this shit. Yeah. That's how that's gonna roll. You know you gonna get that right. Yeah. Damn, you know I'm from the West Side. They gonna get on me, and I hear that the West Side is supposed to be the best side. That's right. That's what they say out this right. motherfucker. They're like, yeah. all right, I'm just saying. Like you know he gonna get on you. Yeah, like I can't believe me. you had me in this motherfucker. You ain't say, Coach X, Y, and Z. Yeah. All right, I'm just saying. We just yeah. gonna get that out the way. I know B gonna get on you. So yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. Um, how competitive was that urban household with you and your brothers and even your sister growing up? Oh, it's very competitive, very competitive. I mean, we played basketball all day, you know, and actually a lot of people don't know we was into two sports. We was into baseball and we was into basketball. Okay. That whole JRW, Jackie Robson, mm-hmm, Wesley, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that was something that we was, well, our whole family was a part of, including my dad. You know, it started with that, you know, so JR West, uh, J- Jackie Robson, West. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we was baseball, basketball, competitive. Who can hit? Who can dribble? Who can shoot? Who can? Who, who, who can? Um, who got the best glove? So I mean, we we was competitive with all day. We did all day, all day long, all day, yeah, all, all day. day. Uh, did 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 Mr. Mac? Did he encourage that competition? Yeah, he encouraged it. He encouraged it because I mean. You, you got to have competition because that's what's out here in the real world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, you got to mm-hmm. compete no matter what you do. So he taught us at an early age to compete, but do it fairly. So, you know, he instilled that in us and we knew how to compete at a high level, but doing it the right way. So I think that's where it started. Who who was most of the fights between when y'all was growing up? Uh, where where them fights coming at? And where did mom <laughs> play the part? Like, y'all cut that shit out now. Uh, who was most of the fights with? Uh, the Most of the fights... Um, I mean, uh, anything dealing with my brother Mac, Mac Jr., you know, because <laughs> he was the middle, you know, okay. he had, the, uh, he yeah, had the, yeah. the oldest ones who, who were saying they was better than him or whatever, right. and you and had then, me coming up, okay. you know, I felt like I was better than Mac, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though he was better than Mac probably was the best, you know, out of everybody. Family. 
Yeah, but probably yeah. Overall talent, you mm. know, Mac had the best overall talent. Okay, I think if this day and age was here, you know, and Mac come through this era, he, he it, tears it, it up. It, it, it'll be totally different because you you talking about a, a guy that was six foot six that can do it all. You Dang. know, play you know point shoot long range. Okay. You know, he actually went down to Williamsport, Pennsylvania for the Little League World Series. Oh, yeah. And then he hit one of the father's home runs down there. You know, um, okay. had an unbelievable pitching record. You know, he was just the overall athlete that was, you know, that he was good. He was good. Now, when you and your brothers were coming up and y'all was playing basketball in the backyard that eventually went to the playground, that eventually went to high school and, and to college, um, did you guys have a competitiveness where y'all wanted to be better, you know, at each individual stage? Like, oh, well, I, I scored 30. Oh, you scored 30? I'm going to go get 40. Oh, you scored 40? I'm going to yeah, go get yeah, Did y'all yeah. have that growing yeah, up? Yeah, we had that. I okay. mean, we, you had the long range, the best scores, you know, Byron. You know, I mean, he set the tone early. He had okay. 50 points in a high school game okay. Okay. without a three-point line. You know, so he he set the tone early for the Irvin family. Okay. You know, he was an instant scorer, averaged probably 32, 33 a game back then. You know, he was one of the, you know, best scorers. And then, you know, you had Lance, who was a pure point guard. Okay. You know, Lance was probably, man, six one, can do it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had early knee, if he didn't if he didn't have him two knee surgeries in high school, because he was considered one of the best mm-hmm. at his position, you know, he was re- getting recruited by everybody across the country. You know, he's, he had Arizona, Missouri, everybody was recruiting Lance mm-hmm. back then. And if he didn't if he didn't hurt his knees early on, he probably Lance had a chance, you know, uh, to make serious money. Okay, and he was a pure point guard. So with Lance, it was about he can get you, you know, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen a game, but he can also get you, you know, twelve assists. Mm-hmm. You know, he was good at passing the basketball. Then you had me, who you then you had <laughs> Mac backers scoring again. Okay, you know, okay. Mac can you know average twenty five in high school, and then you had me who want to pass. I was more, you know, a distributor where I can get twenty assists in a game. But I wanted to get, you know, uh, 10 to 15 with 20 assists. Okay, you know? okay, okay. And then you had back to Nick who wanted to score, who had long, you know, Nick broke every record in high school, probably averaged over 30 a game. You know, he, he probably broke record after record, you mm. know. So we all had different stages. You had three scores, and then you had two pure point guards and me and Lance. Where we so y'all had a, a nice little a little smorgasbord in yeah. the urban household. <laughs> yeah. how, 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 how proud do you think uh, Mr. Irvin was at times just kind of sitting back in those stands watching his boys blossom into the players that you guys blossomed in, into and then eventually the men that you have blossomed into? Well, definitely proud because back then if, if, if you know, you raise a household and everybody going and do something in life mm-hmm. and, and, you know, being from Chicago, the, the streets of Chicago, mm-hmm. Eat you especially up. the area we came, the era we mm-hmm. came from mm-hmm. where, you know, you had, you know, the drug dealers, you mm-hmm. had the, the gangs, you had, you know, all in all. So for us to kind of steer away and be successful, uh, whether it was playing a, a basketball or, uh, or working, you know, he was very proud. You know, before he passed, he was very proud of everything that we all done, you know, because we made it out. You know, yeah. even though we wasn't from the projects, but we was, 
you know, we was from a black neighborhood, right, black, right. you know, so we, we made it out and that was, you know, that was a big thing to him and, and to be able to reach back and he's seen that we can still help kids, mm-hmm. something that he's done all his life. I, I know he was, you know, proud to see that. When you, when you think about your dad a little bit <clears throat> and thinking about the man that you've become, like just kind of talk a little bit about how, as a man, how proud you are of the man that your father was, that he provided the example of manhood for you and your brothers and your sister. Man, just looking back, you know, and I'm, you know, uh, as a, a grown adult, looking back just to see that everything he was done and being able to accomplish, I look back now and say, wow, you know, he went to he went to work. You know, he was at Xerox Corporation. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So many years retired, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, was successful there and then being able to to reach back in the community and help with baseball and basketball to start an AU program and to be able to help so many kids that that's a lot you know I get tired every day doing from what I'm doing right right know? right and he raised six of us so and, and and no complaints no complaints no complaints we never had no wants and needs never you know we always kept clean kept food on the table never you know we, we was fine yeah, I didn't want for nothing no no wants. When you think about the legacy that your father left, uh, what does it mean? And how, matter of fact, how difficult was it after the the dust settled of his passing for you guys to kind of continue on with the Mac Urban organization? Um, actually, it was difficult understanding he's not here no more. Right, that, that was the most difficult part. Okay, okay. As far as running everything and being able to to go, he he was before he passed away. He gave me the program back in two thousand five or something like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, so he was around while me and my brother was here running it. Okay, so any mistake we made back then, he could correct. Got gotcha. you, know, got gotcha. you. So he, he he could correct all that. So he he seen that he molded us, and you know, it, it was an easy transition. So about time he was gone, you know. He, it was just seen, a smooth. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, what, and was it like, you know, taking over a Fortune 500 company almost uh, in a sense? I mean, well, the difficult part was when I first took over, the difficult part was, man, my father, you know, I'm taking over. He, and he touched the whole city. The entire city. The state. The entire like, city. Don't take yeah, that from yeah, him. Yeah, the entire don't, state. Don't take that yeah, from he, him. He touched the entire okay, state. Okay. We, we had our connections. Downstate had Wayne McClain, who won four uh, state championships at uh, Peoria High School. We had connect all kind of connections mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throughout the whole state. And by me taking over, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I hit a, a, a role like, how I'm going to cover all this? How I'm going to cover the whole right, state? Right. How I'm going to get around? How I'm going to, you know, reach the west side, south side? How I'm going to... You worried about the city. Yeah, yeah. Right, but he t- yeah, yeah. How I'm going to get back down yeah, state? Yeah, what yeah. I'm going to do? Right. So then, um, you know, I sat down and I sat down and I thought, you know, and I went through that first season. I said, you know what? I'm going to change the name. And, you know, I told my father, I'm going to change the name because I'm not covering enough ground. Okay. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to change the name to your name. So now when people hear Mac Irvin fire, now they know it's his program. Now I'm going to get phone calls instead of me doing all the calling. Okay. People going to call me, okay. you know, when they hear Mac Irvin fire because they knew who he was. So this goes you know? into the, the, the showmanship, the promoter, the all yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, all right, so <laughs> before we go down that road, what was the, so now you, you actually schooling me because before I moved, I moved to Chicago in 2012 mm-hmm. and with all due respect to the city and the negativity, positivity, I knew three things about that, four things about this city. Mm-hmm. Gangs, mm-hmm. 
Mac Irvin, mm-hmm. y'all rivals. I, you know, I, I know we, if we was in LA, I wouldn't be able to say, if I was sending up here with the blood, I couldn't say the crip. If I was sending up here with the crip, I couldn't say the blood. So I won't say, but y'all rivals yeah. and fucking Italian beefs. All right, I knew those four things about, about this city. So your, your, your father's reach was East Coast, West Coast, he, down he, South. He reached. Yeah. yeah, he reached. Okay, so yeah. we, we want to make sure we give, yeah, give that yeah, all no, those. He reached across the country. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did. All right. Um, so, like, when you was talking just now, just about changing the name, what, like, what was the name before Mac Urban Fire? Illinois Fire. It was Illinois Fire. Did not yeah. know that. Yeah, it was Illinois Fire. I did fire. not know that. Yeah, See, y'all Illinois just got fire. another exclusive. We keep giving y'all fucking exclusives up here. Yeah. Well, the, the Chicago people probably knew that, but my Philly people who watching, I know y'all punk asses ain't know that shit. All right, I got y'all. All right. It was Illinois Fire. Yeah. So, you took, you took your, uh, just kind of like your enthusiasm and your experience as a promoter and just yeah. kind of turned and turned it into a business. Yeah. Turned yeah, it into a, a business. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, Illinois five, we was loaded. I mean, he, he had all the pros. Yeah. Antoine Walker had uh Nazi Muhammad. I mean, anybody, Tim Hardaway singer, anybody come through, he had all those, but it, it was me. I couldn't touch everybody. I couldn't touch downstate. I couldn't touch everybody. Right, Cause they didn't really so, know who you are. Yeah, so from my promoter <laughs> world, I'm like, okay, the quick way to touch everybody just change the name and get the promotion now <laughs> <laughs> promote now Mac Irvin Fire promote it so that was easy like yeah. like Staples like yeah, yeah that was yeah. easy yeah, right. that was easy okay um, <laughs> talk about the relationships uh, with the people throughout your life that has helped you become the man the coach and the promoter of Mac Irvin um well it's Getting started when I went into I went straight out to the promoting world. Okay, I went straight into the promoting world, and and people helped me along. I had a uh, guy named Dennis uh, Smith who helped me along with the promoting, who introduced me to the promoting world, and then I had a guy by the name of John Monopoly. Okay, take me to another level. Okay. in the promoting world, and John Monopoly is a big time in this whole music game, and then through John Monopoly. I met Don C. You know, I became great friends with him because we started promoting together. Uh, happy, so them three embraced me. So when 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 they embraced me in the promoting world, I just took off. Just just I, I took okay. off. Okay, I mean once they embraced me, John John John. I mean John, man, I took off after that. Okay, once you know, because I already had the athletes. I had Antoine Walker, right, 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 which right. was my best friend. And I had, man, it, every athlete to come out of Chicago. It, it just got easy after yeah, that. Yeah, it was easy. Okay. So they just showed me, John, John Monopoly showed me the lane to take. So started promoting. He showed me everything about the, the, the parties and all that. Okay. So, you know, I'm okay. doing it with him and Don C and Happy. And we, <clears throat> we take off. You know, we take off. They was already taking off, but that I took off after that. So how, how did the party scene you know, begin to seep into the basketball world for you and, and, and why? Well, it was all one world because okay, um, I lived in, in Boston with Antoine Walker. We, we was best friends. Okay, so, okay, when he played with the Celtics. Yeah, when he played with the all Celtics. Right. So with him, you know, I was up there, me, uh, Paul Pierce, all the fellas, you know. Playoff P. <laughs> yeah, playoff P. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's actually Paul George. My man, my yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. So, you know, we, you know, I had to do something to, 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 with my time. Okay. You know, so I'm always, you know, so you're entrepreneur. In yeah, make okay. some money. Okay. And then when, when, when I found out how to do these parties, I did one party. My first return was 5,000. And I, you know, I'm, 
Didn't know nothing about parties. Don't like take that. rocket science to do that. Oh, okay. So okay. I can party. I can do my thing. I can yeah, do my it, thing, it, it, and it, I can it, get paid. Open the doors because okay. I was already trying to figure it out because you know I was playing basketball. I went junior college, and now even though I was one of the best players in junior college, I went down to Southern Idaho, and you know, man, I was did great down there. But I I, I hit academically. It, it was, you know, it was so much on me. It was, you people, know, people don't realize. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was, and you had Prop Forty Eight back then, the, the ACT test. Mm-hmm. So I go junior college, and then at the junior college, I had a lot of offers on the table. My brother was a coach at DePaul, assistant coach up there. So, it, man, then they tell me, um, grade wise, I'm gonna need to, you know, another three, four more classes. Mm-hmm. So it was a struggle. So I told my dad, I, I need a break for it. You know, <laughs> I need a break. You know, my man, Twan just got drafted. Right, you know, right. he's 19. You know? Twan, Twan just got drafted. You know, you talking Twan, about school. Right, yeah, school. I ain't got you know, time for Twan, this shit. Yeah, yeah. He pick and he like, Mike, come on, man. And I'm like, ah, uh, Twan, I got to get back to school, man. He like, no, come on. You come with me. We'll figure it out. Right. So I'm like, oh, maybe I could go to school in Boston. Right. Get it together. Right. Then I go play in Boston, you know, one of the schools up there. So that's how it all started, you know. So I had to figure it out. Okay. So when I got up there, I was like, maybe I go to Northeastern, Boston College somewhere, try to figure it out, get my grades, and then go to one of them spots. That ain't happened. Yeah. That yeah. ain't happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I but 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 I always told my mom and dad I go back to school. Okay. If I do whatever I do, decide I will, you know, get my uh college degree. Okay. And so, but I was up there at the time and it was just you know, it, it was, man, make a decision. So then when I did that first party, <laughs> Twan making his millions, and I'm like, what's the quickest way for me to a meal? You know? So, I, man, I just started thinking and thinking, and I did that first party, and it was lights out after that. And just kept rolling after that. Oh, it was rolling after that. And, and you said it was pretty easy to kind of marry the basketball oh, world. You, that, that's what it is. You can't. You athletes and parties. That's that's what it is. If you had the athletes, the people are coming. Regardless. And back then, I had Allen Iverson, Steph Mulberry, hey. Antoine Walker, Penny Hardaway. I had Michael Jordan. I had everybody. So, you know, uh, man, I did my birthday party. Michael Jordan came. He was, you know, MJ was a good. They called me Michael Jordan's a party. So, <laughs> back then, so I, when I did my birthday hey. party, you know, for him to show up, that was big. But it all go hand in hand because if you got if you got the athletes, you you got the people, you okay. got the audience. Okay, so it, it was easy. Okay, um, how do you feel about people thinking that you know, proverbially speaking, you know, being the new guy on the block, but your family has so many years invested in this city, um, but they kind of consider you the new guy on the block. Like, I, like, like, talk, kind of talk about that a little bit. Uh, if they consider me the new guy on the block, they don't know the block. You know what I mean? They don't know the block. Okay. <laughs> they don't know the block. You are the block. <laughs> Man, they don't know the block. Okay. You know? Shit, we've been moving and grooving on the block for a lot of years. You know, my man right next to me, B. Houston, can, you know, he, he can he tell you that and test it out. Okay. Like, we, we, you know, so it ain't like, you know, uh, I've been doing this forever, you know. Even when coaching a pro-am, we had the IIT pro-ams. You know, back then, and you know, I I I won a championship at an early age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everybody knows that the coaching that I've been doing this for a long time. You know, so uh, coming into the high school world, 
I mean, they they want to consider me uh, the new guy, new guy, but right. I'm not the but new you're not guy. The new guy. No, I'm not the new guy. So, it, but it's okay if they think that. Okay. Now, not now they know now. now they, <laughs> I'm with you on that. All right. Um, what goes into your national recruiting schedule planning? Like, how do you plan that out? Um, my national recruiting schedule planning. Uh, I'm coming in with a different mindset. I'm coming in with I, we are national. When you look at Mac Urban Five, we're a national team. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm saying we're a national program. So when I got to Kenwood, I had to quickly turn that around to make it to make players inside the school get them better so they can be national players. Okay, okay. Once you got national players, you don't have to chase. They can come to you. Mm-hmm. So. What, I, what I'm doing with the schedule, I pick and choose who I want to play on the national scene. So, say, for instance, um, we had uh, Day Day Ames, and, you know, I said, okay, our first year we, we get to travel. I said, well, if I'm, I'm going to go on the road, I'm going to make sure Day Day had certain matchups. Okay. You know, so – Case and Wallace was a matchup that came to me, and I said, I got to take it. This point guard on point guard, right. day, even though he a year younger, this would be good for him. So right. he can see what's out here, okay. you know, on the national scene. And then we had uh, the number one pick. We played him. Uh, I mean, number two pick. Uh, no, uh, the number two pick of this year's drive. Uh, oh, uh, Brent. Uh, 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 Damn, what's his name? Brandon, Brandon, Miller. Brandon Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think yeah, of that. So yeah, so we put the, you know, the matchup came to me. Oh, you can play Brandon Miller. Well, give him to me because I know how good Brandon was. I said, he he, he going to be a lottery pick. Uh, give, give me him. Mm-hmm. You know, so when they come to me with different matchups, I'm looking at to see, okay, I want to make sure we plan against the best and we're going to take the best matchup possible. So when you say when they bring them to you, who who is the they bringing to you? Well, all the – the promoters basketball ain't nothing. Uh, there, there, go, right there, there go right there. There it go right there. We back in that promoter yeah, world. Promoter we back in that promoter world. world. Okay, okay, okay. When they run it over. Okay, I got it. Okay, we So that shit do tie all in. Oh, it's tying all in. Because guess what? Basketball tournaments got promoters too. Okay. So guess what? Now we can connect, you know, and So you never too far out the game. Oh, no, never too far out the game. Okay, okay. So basically, showmanship, that is everything about, like, all of that is encompassing of the entire basketball world. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all go hand in hand. It's all and they all talk my language, you know. So if so I So you ain't even lost. Yeah, I ain't lost. I ain't lost because if I didn't know the promoting world, I wouldn't know the language to talk when I'm on the phone with people. So, so have you ran lost. into anybody yet who has kind of like either an up and comer or just like a, a old head who need to get the fuck out. That's like that be trying to no, spin, no, you know, spin you no, on some no, shit. It's I like, mean, man, one what thing, f- now one thing in the basketball world, they they respect. Okay, they respect names. Okay, so you know, every time that's why I always get the matchup I get because they respect. The, the the history right 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 you know so so y'all got that so the block yeah. now, yeah, we, back we, the block now we back to the block again now we back to the block again right, all this shit tie yeah, in I don't know in. okay I got yeah. you okay I understand <laughs> um Kenwood is becoming the city public champs pretty much in every sport I just yeah. saw that the track team won I mean obviously you guys are still chasing but I mean like y'all yeah. right on the doorstep yeah. football team is doing their thing uh, talk about your principal Miss Karen Calloway and how she supports and gives the athletic program that reign to do what they need to do and still keep it you know 
on the up and up, if you will. Well, Karen Calloway, uh, Principal Calloway, she's been tremendous. I mean, I think uh, for her to get to this spot, is everybody got to understand where she come from. Okay. She come from being a counselor. She come from being under Dr. Greg Jones, and then she was named right after him, who was a great principal. Okay. You know, um, so being a counselor, that means she care for kids. So now when you in your her school, she caring for these kids. Mm-hmm. She ain't just coming in here doing her job and leaving. She wanna know who's your mother, who's your brother, what your grades look like, are you getting your uh books done at home? What are you doing? If you got a C, how can we give it to a B? Because she come from that counselor world where you have to do that with every student in the school anyway. So by her being a principal and being able to recognize each student and know their first name and know their background and know what they're doing and under, know their grades and know their teachers, that 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 goes that goes a, a, a man a lot. That man, makes your job easier. Yeah, make mm-hmm. the job easier, especially as a parent. My son go there; he's part of the track team. So you know, um, for 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 him to. As a parent, just seeing that the principal cares, I love my my son goes there because mm-hmm. most of these principals don't care. They just come doing their job, picking up their check, going home, making sure the books is balanced, and we go home. But she's doing the opposite. Now, grades and, and education always been great at Kenwood. The, 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 the sports has turned because I think um, parents want more. Promoter. <laughs> Promoter. I mean, yeah, I mean, but anytime, yes, like you you said, a, but anytime you get a Mike Irvin that can bring all his staff okay. over, like, right, right, know, right, right. And, and, and the, and the yeah, players. Life with is it. Okay, all right, okay. It's easy. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, yeah. but, but, but you did say, like, you know, parents want more. They want parents more for their more. Ch- children. Yeah. Uh, especially parents who, you know, like myself, who have children that play sports. Now, the parents who have children that go to Kenwood <clears throat> for the um, excellent academic part of it. I mean, that's one thing, but parents who decide uh, to send their children there to play for Mike Irvin or even play for the coach who was there before then, I mean, they want an opportunity for their kid to play at the next level, whatever yeah. that level is. Yeah, yeah. so they want the next level. So what we're <clears throat> providing in Kenwood on all sports is the next, we're providing student-athletes mm-hmm. where you're going to get the best of, of, of the sports and then also you're going to get the best of academics. So she did a great job of hiring between her and uh, Dr. Jones, you know, the, okay. some of the coaches still in place from he was there. So they did a great job of hiring to, to put it all together. Um, when you think about Mac Irvin, the AAU program, and then Kenwood, the up and coming basketball program, I actually I shouldn't even say up and coming because I mean y'all right there, like right, we arrived. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, when you think about those two entities, uh, what goes into your recruiting of players for those programs, and do they differ for each one? Uh, they different because I, I recruit. Nonstop for the fire, you know, for the fire, you know, I was always putting together, got to recruit. Mm-hmm. Kenwood, I, I sit back and then I take phone calls. People call me. I don't have to recruit at Kenwood, you know, and that's the great thing about Kenwood and what's there. And, and now I, I don't it's I, I get phone calls and it's pretty much, you know, um, if they move in the neighborhood, can they fit into the system? You know, mm-hmm. so that that that's the good thing about Kenwood. Um, uh, the fire is different because you got to make sure that 
you know, you you stay with some of the top players in in, in the program every year, and that's a little different. But we we have. You know, I think this was probably one of our best years where we built with the fire where the 17U was pretty good. Mm-hmm. 16U was amazing. The 15U, you know, this is probably the first time in history we probably going to have in that 15U class 2026 probably <clears throat> seven of the top ten basketball players in the state mm. and the top five we covering. Okay. You know, we covering. They all in our program. So that just shows you that, you know, through the work that everybody's doing, not just myself, but to, through the work that everybody's doing in the program, that uh, we're doing a good job. What, respectfully asking, uh, how has the recent lack of success with the fire affected recruitment of the organization, if at all, if it's affected at all? Um, I think uh, people got to understand before COVID hit, we, 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 we was, we was the, th- had finished the third best record in EYBL. Amari um, Bailey and uh, mm-hmm. what's name was on our 16U. We was one of the best 16U programs mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. One of the best 15Us. Then COVID hit. When COVID hit, we like everybody else. Our, Took a hit. Our, yeah, mm-hmm. our state was the last to open. Our, it was. Our mayor didn't want. We basketball. all went to Indiana. <laughs> everybody went to Indiana. We did. Our mayor didn't want basketball. Mm-hmm. So the suburbs even had basketball before the city mm-hmm. did. They so did. The, the city, we couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We we was we was at a standstill. Mm-hmm. So being at a standstill, parents had to come to a conclusion. What are we gonna do? Right. What are we going to do? We want our kids to play. Right. And we're not going to stand still. We, we, we ain't going to stand still. Mm-hmm. Chicago, the last city open, we we didn't even have – We one season we had 10 games. The other season they didn't even like, know. <laughs> yeah, like 12 or 13. 12 yeah, games, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't know if we was going to start the following season mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. going through I remember. It. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was a mess. So guess what? It was a mess, so we took, we, we took a hit. You know, unlike other other teams, we was built off city. We built off all our teams was built off city. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then not only that, we 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 had two of the top five players in the country on the team. I don't know if them, and and actually three of the top thirty. I, I remember when you go Dede Ames, Modest Bazillas, and JJ Taylor, and, J, and JJ, and JJ Taylor, and so, then you had an up and coming nook. And then, then we had an up and coming nook who was top one hundred. Mm-hmm. So we 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 had four players that was dominant. And, three, and, and then three left the state. And three left the state. Mm-hmm. Three left the state because it was the basketball was over everywhere. Mm-hmm. So of course that's going to take a hit with the program. Mm-hmm. But like anything else, like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, this that's Chicago, where the promoter come in. Yeah, this that's Chicago, where the promoter. Yeah, Chicago. We breed basketball yeah. players. So if you think we took a hit from COVID, guess what? COVID over now. Now guess what's going to happen? <laughs> Mac Irvin Fire is going to it's going to become the best again, and that's exactly what happened. You know, COVID is over. Ain't no more now. Everybody is on the same same plan level now. Now everybody on the same plan. Let's see what's happening. We're now. back on the block and, now, and, and now everybody we back on the block taking over the block you know so during that time during COVID um, when y'all was you know know, taking a hit as was everyone else um, was there concern within the urban organization within your your family and the people who are responsible for the organization that you know Nike and the EYBL were going to you know like kind of kick y'all out of the no never concerned because basketball don't stop we from Chicago okay Chicago is the mecca of basketball okay so when when you start talking about basketball that was never a concern the concern is when we just going to be 
able to operate. That's all. Okay. So, I mean, so, so basically, it's not a surprise that the tables are turning. No, we from this Chicago. The best players come from Chicago. Okay. I mean, that's what we was taught coming up. Okay. I mean, you know, shit. Derrick Rose from Chicago. Tim Hardaway from Chicago. Antoine Walker from Chicago. Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Wake. They're from Chicago. Right. Now, we, now, if we was in a small town, then we have a problem. Okay. But we're not in a small town. Okay. We're in a major city. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> which young player on Kenwood and and on Mac Irvin, respectively, so whether it's the same player or two different players, uh, are you most excited about coaching? Uh, what, well, the season, the AAU season is coming to an end, but as you're getting ready to, you know, get ready for the new school year, like who are you excited about? Man, I'm, you know what? Um, had a kid by the name of Calvin Robbins Jr. Had I'm saying I have a kid. Oh, I, no, I, no, no, no. I have I, a kid. Is that another exclusive? No, I have oh, a no. kid. No, oh. I have a oh, yeah, kid Calvin by is, the name of yeah. Calvin Robbins okay. Jr. Okay. And I'm probably so excited to coach him. He's probably one of the best kids I ever coached, ever. You know, when you're talking about a, over a 4.0 some GPA, you're talking about a leader, you're talking about don't say nothing to coaches, go do what he's supposed to do, talk to the other players. I mean, probably the best Overall kid, I one of the best overall kids I didn't see. Mm. You know, we had a few others and uh Alex Nabbitt, Marty Nasbitt, uh uh Miles Reynolds, had some different kids mm-hmm. in the program. Mm-hmm. But this kid is one kid that that I'm gonna be excited to coach because he didn't he, he played one AAU tournament this year and we won the whole thing at uh uh NY to LA mm-hmm. you know and uh we won that first tournament went undefeated he didn't lose a game the first seven games he played didn't didn't lose a game for us and then he went down he hurt his he, he hurt his ankle then you know it was off and on so now he's he'll be back 100% by the uh end of this month but he didn't play AAU no more right you know so for a kid that and and, and he's coming from you know made all city Mm-hmm. Made all, you know, one of the best returning players I had. Looking forward to him to play this AAU season, and it didn't happen. So the college recruiters couldn't even see Calvin Robbins mm-hmm. this year. So that's one kid I'm anxious for them to see because I think he's one of the best players in the country, a top 100 kid. But he's a nice kid. He is a nice kid. He's and a nice and, kid. and shout out to him and his family. Um, him and Xavier speak uh, pretty frequently um, via social media. He's always been. I always like to shout out the kids who kind of show my son specifically just the love as an outsider and Calvin has been one of them kids him and Zay has a, a pretty unique relationship so shout out, shout out to him and he's, he's he's a very respectful kid yeah. whenever I see him I mean I speak to him whether it's I initiate it or he initiates he's always very male He's very mild mannered. He's very just just a great kid. Like yes. I don't like to label our black children because it makes them seem like all other black children are just yes. ruts. Yes. But his mother and father are doing a great job with that young man. Yeah. So sh- yes. sh- shout out to Calvin. Yes. Yes. Um, talk about the rivalry with mm-hmm. the coaches from Whitney Young and Simeon and just other city schools, if there is one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't consider any rivalries just yet. Okay. You know, but I, 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 
I uh, consider it all competition right now. Okay. Rivalries, I need another couple years to kind of see because you, you might have some guys in and out. Rob Smith, you know, uh, Simeon, he was over at Simeon, but he's gone now. You know, he retired. Right. You know, I would have loved to keep matching up with Rob, but, you know, he, he retired. He Like I said, he he done a great job at Simeon. Uh, over at uh, Whitney Young. Coach Slaughter. Uh, Coach Slaughter. You know, he, he done a good job over there where he's at at Whitney Young, but I don't, you know, far as um, um, this year, I don't think, you know, yeah, I don't think they're okay. not wear it all this year. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, they're okay. not wear it all this year. All right, so when you when you when you think about mm-hmm. your current coaching experience, um, aside from when you were um, with your brother Nick over at uh, Morgan Park, right now you're chasing, literally chasing your first, right, right, your first city championship yeah. and your first, first state, state. Yeah. as a head coach. Yeah, as a, as a head coach. as a head coach. Yeah. So. Kind of just talk about how tough that is, number one. And then also when, you know, people kind of see you like, you know, you're doing your thing and it's like, uh, my, you know, my man ain't win shit yet. Like, what's happening right, over there? Right. Like, kind of talk about that a little uh, bit. You know what? I explain this to everybody. And even when I, you know, got over to Kenwood, it's levels to this shit, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's levels. It's, it's levels to everything. Right. And you, you can't, it's like Michael Jordan. You can't win a championship without getting you know going through Detroit going through you know the, the Celtics Lakers. going through the Lakers okay okay that's yeah, fair that's yeah. fair so in, in, in my second year I'm moving and grooving I'm, I'm ahead of time I'm ahead of time schedule out here because I'm like okay I didn't shook up the city already <laughs> now I got everybody oh yeah Kenwood what has he done I've been there for two years I ain't been here for ten I've been there for two and it, that's crazy that you say that because it do seem longer <laughs> yeah, but see, you got motherfuckers I, on pins and needles I want them to think that I want them to think that you know? so that's what I want people to think they seem like I've been there for no I've been for two, two years. years and I created and y'all talking about me yes, in two years y'all talk about me in two years this is my block man it's my block <laughs> you know so I, it's 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 so it was. It's all going according to plan. You know, it's <laughs> okay, all going according okay, to plan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's all going. So, right. and I know it's levels. So, in reality, is it's levels. We got to. You know, um, we we gonna have to win a conference championship first. We done that. You know, we won a conference okay. championship. Then we talking about. You know, we did that this year. So then you talk about. Okay, you you want to win a championship first. You got to be ranked number one. We we finally did that for the first time in school history last year mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a few weeks out the season. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Then now I told them, no, you got to be preseason number one. You it's levels, you know. Okay. Before you could do all this stuff, so we just going through every level of it, and we get there. And you and you enjoying all that yeah, shit. I'm ain't enjoying you? every minute. You promoting? <laughs> yeah. All this shit ties in, man. Right, we cool with that. Um, when you from an outsider who comes in and sees some of the disparities with the culture of basketball. Um, and when you, when you think about Chicago, you think about the segregation, like everybody living in different places. That's kind of where the, the culture of basketball is here now. As right. an, and I, right. I'm an outsider and I'm, and I'm, I'm saying with a lot of confidence with no disrespect to nobody mm-hmm. is segregation in y'all basketball ranks. Yeah. How do we get that back? Um, segregation is, is definitely segregation in, in the ranks. Uh, how do we get it back? I mean, you can't stop people from being who they are. 
You know, I know who I am. Okay. You know, I know I'm I'm I don't you know, I'm cool with everybody. I right. want everybody to win. That's right. just the way I am. Just just not against you. Yeah, just not against me. Okay. But I want everybody to win. If you talk to every coach, if we lose a game, I tell them congratulations. Right. I tell them good job. I, I you know, if the kids don't play for me, AAU, I'm still trying to help in college. Right. Can I get on the phone? Right. What can I do? Okay. You know, so that's just how I am. But I don't know how everybody else is, but I want everybody to win, especially with 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 we're african-american in this business where man it ain't too many of us want us to succeed so i want everybody to succeed like everybody you know in in this world everybody look for downfalls with everybody but i I don't do that and i hope everybody else would see the same how serious do you take head coaching as a whole and when I I'm asking that question from do you do clinics do you go to seminars do you do things to improve and enhance your mind as a high school basketball coach yes 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 as a high school basketball coach I'm constantly learning you know if I got to go to a practice uh, uh, down at Illinois go to practice where you know Coach Shen Coleman come from our program and now the top guy over at Kentucky okay. if I got to get on the phone talk to Bobby Hurley about plays if I got to talk to okay. the coach at uh, Kansas State you know about this and that what I see you okay. Know, okay. Coach Izzo like I, I do that all the time okay. I'm, I'm constantly learning you know okay. so me I, I'm constantly learning because I want to I want our kids to have the best Okay. you know even though we in a situation where you know we 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 don't get paid for this. We don't, you know, we we sacrifice our time, we sacrifice our mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we 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 doing everything and and you saying what they pay us really at, at CPS and and being a high school coach, I mean, you know, um but me I'm successful in a lot of other things I do. So no matter what, I'm going to put my time in. You know, so I put my time in as far as coaching so I can give back to the kids because mm-hmm. my goal is every kid go to college. So I, I have to get them prepared for college. Mm-hmm. So I got to control the practices and practice like we in college. I got to work out a run like we in college. I got to uh, got to make sure they eating right properly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pregame meals, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff like we in college. Mm-hmm. So my program, our program over at Kenwood, we prepare you for college. So, you know, everybody on our staff familiar would uh they have to go down to college uh and, and see the practices. Everybody on my staff, you know. Mm. So they have to see all that so they can bring it back and instill it in our kids so they understand what they're getting into. So you're essentially not just preparing the kids for college, but you're preparing your staff for potentially college as yeah, well. Yeah, or another opportunity. Or another opportunity because our staff, I want them to go to college. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at my little brother who quickly moved up quickly and now he's at Arizona State, you know. You look at Chen Coleman, what he's done, you know, from Illinois. Now he's at Kentucky. He mm-hmm. was just coaching our 15U team, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that and you say, okay, man, it, it can happen. It was you know? Yeah, so I I, I want to prepare everybody to keep moving up. And then even the ones I helped that, that get jobs that's not even from our actual program, you know, that, to be able to do something. You know, mm-hmm. big shout out to also Will Bailey, you know, who's over at Loyola now. Okay. He, he played with me on a, uh, on our Illinois team. Team coming up at AU now he's at Loyola and I just uh moved over there. So that that's the thing, like um 
we want you, we want everybody to to win. Right. So all these college coaches, you from Chicago, if, if 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 I need to make a phone call, if I need to help, whatever I need to do, man, open up our doors to come recruit everybody. That's fine, but I want our Chicago people to win all the time. We had Coach Barry Bradford up here from Example Academy, and he spoke about how a lot of times he when he knows either a college coach is coming or he's going to be at an event where college coaches are, he kind of gives them a heads up about his players, the pros and cons, the strengths and the weaknesses. Do you do that as well for your oh, players? Yeah, I know what they're looking for. Right. I, I've, I've been doing this over 25 years. Okay. So I know what they're looking for. Okay. You know, if I got to tell my guys who, 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 who's athletic and get up, man, you better swing on the rim and you better dunk on somebody. If you want to get yourself seen, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. If I tell my point guards, you got to pick up 94 feet and you got to turn a guy three and four times before you get to half court. That's what, the colleges want to see, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, th- this is, you know, so I have a lot of things in my arsenal and my playbook. I know what they want to see. So any kid from our program, you always going to hear offers, always going to hear recruited because I know what they looking for. I'm giving them, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the little things to do so they can get looked at. When you have your open practices for college, college coaches, college coaches, and you're at events with them. Um, Barry also spoke about how he will sometimes, unless y'all are at say like the EYBLs, but when y'all at other events, do you sometimes cater your uh, plays and you know, the time that these players are on the floor uh, to basically be seen. So you got a college coach and he's like, oh, I, I see, you know, such as over here. Right, I'm going to run a play specifically for, you know, well, you don't, you ain't got to run a place for Day Day because Day Day going Day Day. Day Day going Day Day. I mean, but like somebody maybe, you know, maybe Mr. or or, or the, or another well, one of your. Well, that's why it comes back to the practice we run our okay. college practice. Okay. So now, you know, we get in front of the college coaches. It's, it's do ABC. Too much. It's all mad. And so, so if I run my, my play, they coming off screen so I can show my shooter coming off screen. I'm I, We already done this a thousand times. And we already running it mm-hmm. anyway, right. so it's easy for me to get in front of college coach and just run what we run because we run in college offense anyway. Mm-hmm. So I know, and, and me being a point guard mm-hmm. in this game, I know how to get every play off. There's no play I can't get off. Okay. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, if I want you to score sixty, you're gonna score. You're gonna score sixty. Yeah, if I want you to get twenty assists, you're gonna get twenty. Okay. I, I, I know how to you know put that together. Okay, um, just kind of going back just a little bit. Uh, speaking about your father. Uh, what drove him to be the basketball legend of Chicago that he became? Um, just who he is. His heart. Okay. His heart did that. Because when you really, when you reaching out, want to help people, and you want to uh, help people to send them to college, you got to have it in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know. So his heart did that. His connections did that. You know. And he he was being able to do it at a high level. You know. Okay. Tell you a story about Tim Hardaway. You know when Tim Hardaway. You know, my fa- uh, father, you know, they took a lot of kids down to the Nike camp. And uh, only so many can go at that time. Right. So Tim Hardaway couldn't go at that time. So at that time, he ran into a coach by the name of Tim Floyd down at UTEP. And um, uh, he told him the best player not even here. He said, who is that, Mac? He said, man, Tim Hardaway. You, this is a kid you have to see. He's not. Trust me. No, no guard from New York. All these guys from New York, y'all say it's good. The East Coast guards. I got one that's better than all of them. Mm. And his name is Tim Hardaway. You know, and 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 he uh, he tell that story to this day. And he went to go see Tim. It's history. Took him at UTEP. Mm-hmm. And, UTEP and the rest is, the rest is, is history. Is history. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Tim. Yeah, yeah. Tim. You know, Tim was one of the best. You know, so it, it started like that. And then them conversations was had with hundreds and hundreds of 
kids that, you know, went on and played college and got scholarships. So you got to have it in your heart, but you got to have connections too. Okay. Shout out to your father. May he rest in peace. Uh, do you think that the black father is misunderstood in college coaches eyes? Misunderstood? They crazy. <laughs> the parents of the world. <laughs> Damn, right? No, I'm just playing. Damn. I'm, I'm messing with you. Sheesh. No, I'm messing with you. Right. I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. It's all good. No. Man, speak on that. And we going to say a small percentage, you know. Okay. Because now what's happening now is. They live it, it is happening now is. If you go back 20 years ago, you know, you know, it would be, you know, the fathers are, 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 are kind of, you know. They living through their kids. Yeah, they living through their kids. I, I mean, say that shit. Yeah, they living say through their kids. Say that shit. Man. They living through their kids. They living through their kids, man. And, and, and why they living through their kids, I have no idea. Because I don't want to live through my son. My son can be the best track player, can be breaking records. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to cheer for him, mm -hmm. and I'm going to hope he do the best. And I'm going to, man, I'm going to pass him his lemon water when he get tired. Hey, there you we know go. Saying? Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, so, but now it's like, since... You know, it's like th this is me. I, I, since I didn't, I want the player. I want to put. I want to be him. I want to do everything. Listen, you know. I, listen, I, I've I've said this many times before. This may be your first time hearing it. I don't want to be Xavier, and not only do I not want to be him, he he was better than me. I, I, he was Xavier. Now is a way better basketball player than I ever was. Right? right, he wouldn't have been able to beat me because I was smarter and I was tougher. Skill wise, he he would bust my ass. And you're probably the only father gonna say that. He would bust you're my. You're probably ass. gonna honestly. These fathers think they better than the player. Nah, not they me. think they think they just didn't have the opportunity. Now, now put me on the football field, I will wax his ass. <laughs> right, right, but basketball wise, right. I can't fuck with that boy. See, you, you but I'll play him. I'll right, play him because play him, I'm, yeah. I'm not no bitch ass nigga. Like, yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, I'll, I'll play him. Tough. Yeah. But Xavier at 18 and Mustafa at 18. Right. I, it would have been the right. I would have. I would have probably. It would have been a close game, and he would have won. But if I won, it would only be because I was tougher and smarter. See, you you, you want a few would say that. Parents ain't going to say that. Nah. They want their son to believe they was better than them back nah. then. And they should have probably made Bro, it. Bro, I wasn't even. no more. From a, basketball, from a basketball standpoint, I wasn't sniffing fucking college. <laughs> now, football, I had a few opportunities and shit. Right, but right. basketball, right. My, my basketball coach, Jerry Wilson, I went to a military school. He, I, 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 he couldn't stand me and I really couldn't stand his ass. But. I was a I was a team player. Like I right. I I knew my role, but when, so let me ask you a question, right? And and it's a question to you, right? You saying basketball wise, you weren't sniffing that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you. So if if basketball wise, and you you're the parent, and you didn't you didn't get to that level and play at that level, mm -hmm. how much could you really teach him? Uh, I can only well to answer your question immediately. I couldn't teach him shit. <laughs> because I don't have the experience that he has. But what I can teach him is I could teach him how to treat people. I could treat him how to present himself. I could teach him how to that's talk to people. That's what's missing in oh, today's yeah. basketball. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. they don't want to teach that part. Oh, oh no. They, they, they don't want to do that part. They concerned mm -hmm. about the player. 
You know, no. you're concerned about who he is. I, I, I want to see, I want Xavier to represent himself out, which, which in retrospect is representing our family. And yes. I don't just mean my wife and his brother. I also mean my mother and father. I mean my wife's mother and father and the, and the legacy <laughs> right of our family. So I'm teach. I can, I can show Xavier how to shoot a jump shot, but my jumper wasn't wet. <laughs> right, right. I couldn't, right. I'm 40 fucking four. I got the only court I dunked on was a fucking seven foot court in school. I wasn't, I couldn't jump. Right. 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 I couldn't do all that. I was a little athletic, but it was more football. So I can't teach, I couldn't teach him that shit, but I can teach Xavier. I've been teaching Xavier how to be a, a man, yes. what to expect from the world. Yes. If you treat people this way, they should treat you that way. Yes. And if they yes. don't, then you remove those people. Right. That's what I can teach him. As yeah. far as basketball go, See, that, I mean. That, and that's not happening to, to the. To I mean, I, I, I teach him what I, I teach him the basics of what I know. And then I rely on people who do know. And, and their expertise. And their expertise. They, but it's, I only allow certain people in that in that realm. Now, if I trust you and I trust that you know what you're doing. Then yeah, teach my son all the shit you. I want. I want every fucking thing you know taught to him. Taught to him. Coachable. Coachable. Yeah, everything. And, and, and it's not happening. This, oh yeah. This day and age, you know, they want to. Everybody want to be the player. Everybody want to be the agent. Everybody want to be. Mm. They want to be everything. I want. I, I want to dictate whatever you move. You do on the court with two minutes to go in the game. I want you to. You know, it, it's me telling you what to do. It's like I got the joystick. No. And, and 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 I wouldn't. You know. So so if I'm being fair, so using that analogy just now, my joystick or my telling you what to do with two minutes left on the floor, mm-hmm. it's why the fuck you standing there? Right. Why you not defending? Right. Why you look like you so disengaged? Right. Why you take that shot? That right. was a dumbass shot. Exactly. Why you? not rebounding right. why are you not when I used to coach Xavier in the small minuscule knowledge I had of coaching he was my best rebounder he ended up becoming in my opinion and I love that boy he became one of probably the worst rebounding guards I've ever seen Wow! but it was more effort but you coached him so you had when you actually was the coach you had the right to tell him whatever you wanted at that time. It got to a point. It got to a point, my, and my wife was pissed at me. It got to a point when I coached Xavier that one time, I made him leave the go sit over there with your fucking mother. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> In the middle of a fucking game. Right in the middle of game. Go I, sit with your mom. I, right. I subbed. We was at we was at the mats and rec. I subbed him out. <laughs> sit right here. He came pouting. Oh no no. Go, go sit over there with your fucking mother. I don't even want to fucking look at you. And as a matter of fact, ask him about this shit. When we played, I had the, the group of the kids playing in the Matson Pro Am, right. right? One of the last games. Now Zay, now he's you know seventeen, eighteen. He at that age now. Then yeah. you know I'm, 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 yeah, I'm waiting on it, right? Yeah. And I'm waiting. In the middle of a game, we losing, right? But we close, and it's like I don't want your effort to change. He shot some shit. And I subbed him out, and he like swelled up a little bit. <laughs> oh, you got me fucked up! Don't let this basketball friendly shit that we got going. On, don't let this food. Don't let now. you. Don't get. Don't don't get embarrassed out here, boy. Like you, like you know, I'm not wired all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I break your shit, man. Stop playing with me. But I, I love that boy. Don't, right, don't yeah, get, I love yeah, that boy. But, but like, y'all had a moment. We had a moment. Y'all had a moment. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, when it comes to this basketball thing, like yeah, I, like most parents, I want what he earns. I don't. 
don't give Xavier. When we went on these recruiting trips, I told coaches, not told, like when we had these open men conversations, like I want him to work for his shit. Like, yeah, if he, you know, can earn it, give it to him. Yeah. Because in my house, me and my wife, if Xavier earns it, we give it, to, give him. it to him. So he's coming with that expectation of if I earn something, it should be given to me. Right. And I, that's what I believe with children. If they earn something, if they earn the right to do, if they earn the right to say, let them. Mm. And that's how I'm raising my son. And, I, and I'm apolog- I'm unapologetic about that. I'm not right. going to apologize to right. any coach right. he's to dealt anybody. with to, yeah. to anybody. And that yeah. includes... Ooh, the motherfucking coaches over at Maris made me mad as shit, man. I ain't even going. Uh, we gonna keep going. We ain't got that much more time, and I gotta jump on the motherfucking road. But ooh, we talked about the one. Ooh, if I could put his ass in the motherfucking headlock. Is he headlock. still over there? Nah, he left. He any fucking way. Going into the new season, <laughs> he get bogus a kick out of my my rants and but, shit. But the man. last, but but the last advice. I want to get a parents though honestly let the experts handle it you know if, if if somebody had expertise in a certain field I only want the best handling my kids if they got expertise and I tell people this all the time if you need surgery I'm trying to find the best doctor I, I don't want just somebody who never operated who, before who, who, who can talk about who the operation talk about the operation I want you to be able to do that I shit I want you to be able to do it right. so go to the best you know um, that's all if I could speak on that just a little bit I, and if I just just smallly speak for parents I think sometimes and, and, and I agree with you for the record right, right. I think sometimes parents um uh, they get uh, very worried when it seems like they're, you know, their child is on a certain trajectory or a certain path. And then all of a sudden they're just kind of like moved to the side. And so, or moving, not even to the side, they just completely moved out of the way. And so now with no conversation, like for me, I'm always open to having that conversation. Like, well, all right. So like one of the, one of the reasons why we left the wolves, and this is the first time I'm actually speaking on this. Okay. Right. And I, and I want to be crystal clear. I have no ill will to the wolves organization. I don't know Mike well enough to even speak badly or goodly about him, but the other coaches that I do, right. we left the wolves because there was no conversation mm-hmm. on the path that they was taking. Now, did they have to give me one? I, I guess not because they fucking didn't. Right. But, the uh, the experience that we had was great up until that first junior year live period. Xavier and a couple of the top players that they had over there at the time, Cam and Asa, um, they were playing really well. And Xavier was was in that top three to four of the rotation and players and all right, that. Right. So going into July, I'm thinking like, yeah, this it's gonna be it. It's gonna be it. It's gonna yeah, be. We gonna go down ready. to Atlanta. I have family down there. Yeah, like, we gonna okay, we gonna be ready. We got down there, and every f- game, which may be a total of maybe six to eight games, Zay played a total of sixteen minutes. Wow. And wow. Internally, as you can imagine, I was burning the fuck up. Yeah. I didn't say nothing. I didn't. I didn't cause no scene. I didn't. You know, hoot and holler and all that and other shit. But I was. I was fucking tight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So much so that uh, Cam's parents, um, um, uh, Max Senior and um, his mother, Miss Christine, I think is her name. And some of the other parents like kind of not only did they pull me to the side to kind of like, yo, I know I know this is yeah. kind of whatever. Yeah. We were, but I, I learned something about my child and Xavier was probably the best teammate 
I had ever seen him be in his entire basketball career, which did from seeing that That's it good. eased my shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bro. I was on fire down that yeah. motherfucker. Well, and I will tell you this, you, you, at some point in everybody's career, they're going to have to be the best teammate. You got to be the best player. It's all learning. You got to learn every, mm-hmm. every situation. And he definitely taught me something. So what happened was we got back to Chicago and, and Zay is a he's a loyal kid. It's in us as a Philadelphia. He wanted to keep on that ride. And I just couldn't in good faith allow him coming from April and a little bit of May as one of the top three to four players to now he's not being given just an opportunity. Yeah, that that nah, I just couldn't. Nah. I just couldn't do it, and I, I I did the opposite of what they did to me. They didn't have that conversation with me. But as soon as we got back after we sat down, I called Coach Tony. Shout out to Coach Tony and Coach Long. Shout out to Coach Long and let them know I'm disappointed. Respectfully speaking, I'm disappointed in not being told what was going on. I'm disappointed in how y'all kind of treated him a little bit, and we were here for years. A conversation, I, y'all could have at least had the conversation with me. See, and I, and I think that's what we differ from most programs. And once you said one thing about the fire, we may have some ups and downs, and it was caused with COVID. But one, nobody statistics, nobody said during COVID, we had nine kids go Division One during that COVID year mm. when we had a down year. Mm. Nine kids. So, but so, they, they busy so, talking about getting y'all out of yeah, EYBL. Yeah, 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 all this but nobody talking right. about that. Nobody talking about the, the real statistics. And, and that's what it's about. We're about the kids. So when you say your son didn't play, we're not doing that. We're trying to get these kids who with us as much exposure, who's on that, and we're trying to get them all scholarships. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that my father has put into this program that we remain true to. Man, all right, we'll be here talking for hours. I want to get these <laughs> last few questions in. All right, you played as a you you play high school ball and you played college ball. Yes. Coach Mike Irvin, scout Mike Irvin, the player. The player? The player. If I was, if I was you know, and you probably hear this with a lot of people. Um, if I had the height my brothers had, I'd probably been in probably a top three pick in a draft. If I had the heights my brother had. I was the smallest, shortest out of our family. Mm. You know, everybody else taller. Byron 6'6", six, six, Max 6'6", six, six, mm. Lance 6'2", six, Nick taller. You know, if I had that with my game, because I was athletic, I had like a 40-inch vertical, and I could pass the ball, and okay. I could dance with the basketball. We're not even having this conversation because you were in NBA training camp somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. because I could do a lot of things. And I was at the point, my father, you know, it, it, my game was built off me getting the taller, you know, because you look at all my brothers. The you, way you was it, like, where my motherfucking growth spurt at? Yeah, Damn, my yeah. shit late. Because Mac, Mac hit his growth spurt in high school. He went from 5'9 to 6'5". In high school. Damn. So, yeah. So he had his growth spurt. So everybody was like, okay, you know, Mike going to hit his growth spurt. So my game was. That really shit never bad. came. Yeah. 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 And I still right. had success, you know, but. I got, I got a friend very yeah. similar to that. My man Tyree. Yeah. Same thing. One of the best point guards coming out of Philadelphia. He, you know, and um, if he was a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah, you know, I always tell my I always tell my wife and Xavier uh, as far as football goes, if I ain't break my foot and my shit was a little bit better, y'all punk asses would have never known me. They never know exactly. I'd have probably been with a white woman. No, I'm just playing. 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 But we already know who my boo is. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Cambridge. That's my baby. Um, how difficult is it coaching high level players? It's easy to me because I've done it. I've done it for so long. Okay. You know? 
at that part, I can coach high level players in my sleep. I can coach ten Division One players in my sleep and have them all be successful because I've done it okay. for so long. So I, it ain't nothing having been and seen and nothing. So coaching at the high level, players at the high level, I, I know how to you know hit the right button. I know how to what the ups and downs are with them. So it's easy for me at this point. Okay, um, when you played, who was your toughest player to guard in high school, and who was your toughest player to guard in college? Uh, when I played, uh, Chicago, you, you just got to come back to Chicago. I, I didn't have no problem guarding anybody in high school. I mean, you know, I, I was known as a lockdown defender, you know, so <laughs> I, I, I could guard anybody, anywhere, you know, I had to guard my brother. So that was one that thing. That was the to, toughest part. That, that was one thing to okay. my game. You know, they, I could lock down anybody, uh, far as, um, you know, playing, it's just playing over Leclerc Court, playing against all them top players mm-hmm. that come out of there, you know, mm-hmm. from Tim Hardaway to um, to um, uh, man, it was uh, whoever came through, everybody <laughs> right. came through. But me and Steph, me and Steph Marbury, he, he was tough because when he came to Chicago and he lived with us when he was in Chicago mm-hmm. and he stayed mm-hmm. with us for a long period of time. Steph was one who. You know, I, the battles with him was kind of, you know, Good. different. Yeah, yeah it was you. a little different because he was, you know, six three, stocky. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So it, that, that should have been a bodybuilder. Yeah, that, yeah. that was one going head to head. One on one was a little different. All right, who was barbecue chicken? Who you get buckets to in high school? Name them. I want a name. I want a name. No, I, I want to get name. the buckets type. I'm the, the I'm I'm the one at it. Uh, but know, you, I mean, you can score. Uh, yeah, I can score. But I was I, I was a pure point guard. Why you think everybody loved me because I knew how to. Set up everybody. Okay. <laughs> That's why my best, my, one of my best friends is Sean Marion. You know why? Because when Sean was coming out of high school and we used to play open gym, shit, I could throw Sean out of you from half court. So Sean, okay. he, he loved that about me. Okay. Antoine Walker loved that because okay. when we played, I knew how to give him the basketball. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, last three questions. Name your all time NBA team starter and six man. All time NBA, yeah, from Chicago or just NBA. It's your list. You can name uh, who you want. Um, all time NBA. Yeah, you gotta go with Isaiah Thomas. Okay, gotta go with uh, Michael Jordan. Of course, you wouldn't be able to live if you could. Yeah, gotta go with Michael Jordan. Gotta go with uh, LeBron. Uh, gotta go with um, shit. Um. Man, gotta go. Shaq, Shaq was unstoppable. Shaq, okay. you, you just couldn't stop Shaq. And then uh, five and six, I gotta, I gotta go with the A show. Antoine Walker, Antoine Walker in his prime. Nobody wanted to see him, and to this day, Kevin Durant say Antoine Walker was the player he looked up to. Mm. Antoine was just, I mean, shit in his prime. Could nobody stop mm-hmm, Antoine? Mm-hmm. Antoine was six nine, do it all, do it all. And then, uh, then I'm gonna go to the last one to change the game. People don't give him the respect he need to get, but he changed the whole game. Sean Marion changed the game. What it is today, he was that six seven kid that can play five different positions. He the reason why it ain't no more centers because when Phoenix came along and they was playing that running gun mm-hmm. offense, he, mm-hmm. he, he he was able to do it and averaging a double double and go small ball. So he the one that really started the small ball, and he need to get into that Hall of Fame one day because he's right there knocking at the door, and they need to let him in. Okay, so you got your five and, and, and the six. Yeah, all right. Put them against you, Lance, Nick, 
Matt, who <laughs> win that game? Who win that game? Uh, who win that game? And they prime before injury. Shit, I'm going with us. I'm going with Irving. <laughs> <laughs> who gonna stop Byron and Mac? Nobody. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, my starters is AI Kobe. Of course, Jordan, LeBron, yeah. Hakeem, and my sixth man is Jamal Crawford. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. I like that. All right. So last two questions. Um, and it's a kind of a two-part question. One for you to your children and one for you to your mother and father. All right. All right. Um, so you know, I'm Muslim and in Islam we believe um that our children pick us as parents. Okay. All right. So hearing that, what does it mean knowing that your children pick you as their parent and just kind of speak on the fact that you picked your mother and father as a parent for you? Uh, I pick my mom and dad as a parent for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying what was good about picking them mm-hmm. or what, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good about picking them because coming up, having a mom and dad in a household was rare. It was rare. It still is. <laughs> it's the, it, still it, is. it is rare, you know? <laughs> so, you know, and I, and I had the best, you know, like I said, you know, they, they taught us on and off the court and they prepared us for game of life, you know, and I think a lot of parents right now is not preparing these kids for a game of life, mm-hmm. you know, that now they, they, you know, they just not doing it. So, I love what my parents has done. They taught us, they taught all of us how to succeed without, you know, playing. I, I'm succeeding without playing a game in the NBA, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people, you know, I, they prepared me for this. Um, I think same thing to m- my son and my daughter. Uh, and they probably happy that I'm parents sometime. They probably mad because I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to prepare Haley and Isaiah for, for, for the game of life. You know, I'm on my son every day about track. He's on the Kenwood track team. He's running for nationals, um, next week down in Oregon. And I'm on him every day. If you want to be the best, you got to run three times. A, you know, you got to get up morning, noon, and night. And you People don't realize it. what yeah. goes into being a high level athlete. Yeah. They say yeah. they want that shit. No. They not eating right. They not training yeah. right. And they you, not you sleeping gotta, right. Yeah. You you, you got to want it. So, you know, he, he probably one of the best track runners out here. So, you know, I think as a parent, I, and, and I'm going to give them all what they need. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last question is um, we asked everybody up here to give themselves a future message um, speaking in third person. So I want you to give yourself a, a, a future message, whatever that may be, and speak in third person, like, you know, Mike, and then give yourself a nice little message. Um, speaking in future <laughs> Uh, Mike, you know, continue your success, continue helping out these kids, the bigger pitches, helping out kids, helping our, our community, uh, uh, continue to help our community, continue to put kids in better places, you know, because if I don't, you know, if I don't do it, I don't know who else going to take the time to do it, you know, because it's a hard job and just keep making it easy and fun so you can continue, you know, the path you on. So, you know, because if it's fun, you're going to continue to you're do gonna it. You're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep doing it's it. It's not work when it's fun. It's not work when it's fun. Mm-hmm. So right now, just make it, continue to make it fun. Laugh, joke, make mm-hmm. it make it fun, and just continue on that path of, uh, you know, doing great things. Well, I do want to definitely say um, I came into this interview with uh, – n- no expectation. I, I, when Smooth had reached out, well, we ran into him, and he was like, "Man, you know, you know, Mike." And I'm like, I told him straight. I was like, well, I don't think Mike really fuck with me. I don't really know <laughs> if he's gonna come on the show. Did I not say that? I'm like, I don't. He's like, No, 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 no. Like, you know, I, I, I'm like. Okay, if you say that, so I, I you know, I, I want to be truthful. I want to speak in my truth and and say that, but I also want to like really like 
genuinely thank you for taking it. Like, I know, first of all, I know you're a busy man, like, you know, running the, the Macarin organization, you know, <clears throat> you know, for Kenwood and just in general with your family. Yeah. I do want to thank you for taking an opportunity or uh, taking the time to come on our platform and just speak to us and giving me an opportunity to change whatever perception I had of you as a man mm -hmm. and as a coach. Like I really enjoy talking to you. Like <laughs> I knew that I would, my, my guy, Anthony Haley told me, he's like, yo, you're not going to realize he, he just like yo ass. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And now it's like, yeah, he actually is. So I really appreciate that. Thank yeah, you for taking nah, the time out. Appreciate you having me on exposure. Definitely, man. Anything you're doing to, to shed light on on the basketball scene here in Chicago, even though you from Philly, I did my background. You know, hey, know. there we hey, go. I, I did that's, my hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I and did obviously, background. obviously the report came back good. I, I don't know what I'm walking into. But yeah, you know, but, you know, I know Smooth ain't gonna let me walk into a trap. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did my background, knowing that you you done good things and your son always been a big fan of his game you know appreciate that so, yeah, that, so, that actually so really means yeah. a lot to me thank you very much yeah. and, and just for the record yeah if they did play in that Oakland game that shit would have went different <laughs> fuck is you talking about <laughs> no we'll see y'all on the next episode man thank y'all for stopping through alright <laughs>